Thank you for joining For Our Special Kids, where we openly and honestly discuss the magic and the mess of raising a child with special needs. We are thrilled to have you here and hope this time provides you with some wonder and wisdom. I'm your host, Jennifer Lansing. Let's get started. I am joined with Stephen Forth again, first of all, because we're really, really, really excited about the December 14th community Zoom that we're doing, 5 p.m. Pacific time. The Zoom link is on the website. Just go there, click on, I think it's community Zoom, and you will get all that information. You don't have to register. You don't have to do anything. Just log in and you get an opportunity to talk directly with Stephen and ask your questions. You can submit questions ahead of time if you want to. Uh, you can send those to Jen at fourspecialkids.com, and then I can give those to Stephen ahead of time if you don't want to ask questions live on Zoom. Some people just don't like doing that. Okay, so I am here with you, Stephen, and I have just had so much amazing feedback from the podcast that we did together, where we really talked more about like the behavioral response of what happens when I interact with Teal and when parents interact with their children. We didn't talk about self-monitoring. We didn't talk about what you do with clients and parents and families before that step. So would you start there and kind of talk us through the process that you take and why that process is so important? Yeah, well, I have over time realized that, you know, just telling people how to respond to behavior produces a, a definite change in the way that people interact. But we have this phenomena in behavior called the extinction burst, which is this idea that when you stop giving people the reinforcement that you were giving them with your reaction, that they don't just immediately stop the behavior that was unexpected. They actually increase the level and intensity and frequency of that behavior to get back that old reaction that they used to get from you. And so in that point in time, most parents, they say, oh, wow, what we're doing is not right because the child's behaving even more extreme than they were before, you know, and maybe this is not the right path. And that's expected. It's shown in the research that when you take away reinforcement from a behavior that was previously reinforced, it goes up to three times the intensity that it was before, before it slowly subsides to nothing. And that's why I've kind of changed the way that I approach things by not giving everybody all of the response techniques that I gave you in the last podcast right off the hand. You know, what we really want to do is um, provide the individual with a lot of good reasons to go the opposite direction. And so what I do is I create self-monitoring systems for anybody that's developmentally over five years old. I found this technique to be highly effective with the families that I work with. I incorporated a few of your your suggestions, right? And what did Teal do? Holy bananas. She started screaming. She started hollering. And I looked at Alex and I was like, well, this is what's called an extinction burst. Because you had mentioned it in our last episode. I was like, we got to stay the course. But okay, so this is really good that now we're getting the self-monitoring. But um, it is true. It did happen. And, and it almost happened more to me, like that swatting and the, it happened more to me. And I got extremely frustrated. Uh, mm -hmm. So this is perfect timing. Let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> so what we do is we create goals. And I just want to say something about the extinction burst. It's a, it's a phenomena that we would all experience. For example, if your company 
decided that that wasn't doing very well and they had to cut everybody's pay, people wouldn't automatically go, okay, I'll take less pay. They would engage in behaviors that are unexpected. They would not come into work. They would write their boss's boss. They would act in ways that are even more extreme before they got used to the idea that they were going to get less reinforcement. So this is a common human phenomenon. It's not just a kid thing, but that's really what we want to address. And the way that we do it is kind of provide a performance-based bonus for doing the right thing. In this situation, you know, if if it was gentle hands with teal, we'd show her that when she uses gentle hands to get our attention, that she gets a lot of our attention very quickly. And we'd show her that's her goal. And we might even make a little social story for her that explains what gentle hands is and how happy mommy is whenever she uses gentle hands. But for kids that are over five years old developmentally and can really understand contingencies, what I do is create goal work. And I usually start off with nine goals. And these goals sound something like I gained permission before I touched other people. I got ready for school by 8 a.m. I did everything on my routine list by 8 a.m. And usually we provide executive functioning supports like a list, a little checklist. But what we reinforce on the chart is that final time of getting ready. I played gently with my brother and sister. I asked mom when I wanted a hug, you know, things like that. And these kids accrue points in this system and they can use these points in exchange for money to buy stuff that they prefer, time to watch videos, things like that. And so what we do in effect is create a direct connection between the opposite of the behaviors that we are not preferring to see in the situation and the reinforcement and take the whole confusion of adult approval out of it. Because as we talked about last time, some kids don't prefer adult approval. They actually are more reinforced by someone reacting in a large and big way to their behavior. And so what we're trying to do is circumvent that mechanism and say, look, you know, this, if you just do this thing, that's the opposite of your behavior, you get what you want because it's confused. Sometimes as adults, we try to give kids things to stop behaviors. We say, oh, if you just stop doing that, you get what you want. But in that moment in time, like I talked about last time, we end up reinforcing the behavior. We end up making it worse because they go, oh, I was having a behavior and then I got what I wanted. So that's really, really convenient for them. But the system sort of encourages the parents to look at it from a different point of view and go, wait a second, I'm going to spend 10 minutes a day talking about how well they did with all these behaviors that are the opposite. So we shift the parental attention from the behavior to the opposite of that behavior with a chart. It's not just your basic chart, you know, star chart, gold stars. It actually has another element to it, which is what I call adult agreement. So we actually have the child rate their own behavior themselves on how they did it. We don't tell them how we think they did first. We let them rate their behavior. And then from that point, we add what I call bonus adult agreement. Like if we agree with what you put down, you get extra points. We're not going to make you change it. But if you want to change it to get our agreement, that's good. You know, so it really circumvents the whole argument that most monitoring systems have. And that's why it's called self-monitoring, because they get to reflect on it themselves first and then move on to our opinions, because there's this concept called theory of mind where people have a chance to reflect what their behavior looks like from the outside. 
this idea that I do things to other people because they're things I would want done to myself. And kids with sensory differences, kids with developmental differences, that theory of mind isn't really well developed most of the time. They're all about themselves. You know, if you're talking about autism, the word autism means to the self. I'm, I care very deeply about my perspective and other people's perspective takes a, a very far back seat to my perspective. And so that's what we do with adult agreement is give them a chance to practice on a daily basis what their behavior looks like to us, how it feels to us. And it, it works on that, you know, repetitive, you know, I'm going to sit down every day and talk about what you should have been doing in this situation. And if you didn't do it today, that's okay. Just try again tomorrow. And it really takes out the punishment aspect in a big way. It's just like, did you get reinforcement or did you not get your reinforcement? Okay, if you didn't, you know, just try again tomorrow. And that's the approach that I really encourage. It works really well with kids with ADHD or that diagnosis that we call ADHD. But, you know, it was developed basically, you know, in the realm of kids with autism. But those kids gave us this treasure about understanding people who don't really care about other people's perspective. And that's why this whole body of work was developed. So. Okay, how do I how do I apply this? <laughs> now I need to have another session with you. Okay, uh, so it's, hmm, I'm thinking, of course, I always think about my teal and without, with her being nonverbal, how does she rate herself, right? Is it just a thumb up, a thumb down, a plus, a... a negative is it again is it just yes on the talking board or no on the talking board you are taking it to a beautiful place in my opinion you are you are using whatever communication form she can utilize to get her opinion of herself you know which is probably opening a new avenue for you and teal you know where she's really reflecting on her behavior as i said the self-monitoring system that i'm describing is for kids who are developmentally over five years old, that nine goal system. But what I would do in your situation is modify it, you know, and you might modify it with a picture of gentle hands, with a picture of, you know, asking mom for a hug, things like that. And and just let her do a thumbs up, thumbs down, or use the communication device and let her give her opinion. And then you say, ah, yeah, I think so too. So here's another, you know, another point, another piece of reinforcement. But in the moment with Teal, You can simply do it with your reactions to her behavior, too, that when she chooses to be gentle with you, you show you drop what you're doing and you give her full attention. You know, that's the application of the work in the moment right there. If she can deal with what we call a longer term contingency, waiting till the end of the day to get a reinforcer, then we adjust accordingly. But where we meet her is where she's at. And she is in a very small time frame of reinforcement. You know, she needs immediate feedback on her behavior. So really the reaction protocols that I gave you are going to be effective, but you are going to experience an extinction burst as a result of her not being able to hold those contingencies for a longer period of time. But as she develops, that time's going to increase. And it's also going to be increased by your expectation of what she can absorb. We have a tendency to freeze our kids developmentally where they're at and not grow them in a way that they can actually grow, you know, we have to be the directors in that situation and say, hey, you know, I think you can handle a slightly longer term contingency or we can wait a little longer to reinforce you now. But that that time frame has to go up in a, in a very incremental way 
with her right now. But in the moment, it's responding when she's appropriate really quickly and really slowing down your responses when she's inappropriate and letting her go through her little extinction burst. But then her mind's recording and saying, oh, it's much quicker when I do it like this than when I do it like that. Right. It's, oh, it's so fun. I Now, okay, it's so good to talk to you because I'm looking back and I'm thinking, oh, she has been doing a lot more gentle hugging with me mm-hmm. and, and reaching out. Like even today, like I had a, a really soft, like cashmere sweater on and she just wanted to mm-hmm. love on it. And instead of me being like, okay, we're late for school. Come on. I just stopped everything like you said. And I just let her hug and then she pulled away and then she hugged and then she pulled away and I just let her do it until she was done and she received what she needed. But it was after I did a celebration for her responding to, and it is time demand. Mm -hmm. She wasn't doing something. I asked her, finally, I was like, Teal, it is time for you to do this. And I waited and I counted your 10 seconds and I didn't even have to say it again. She did it. And I was like, hi, I don't know if that's right, but I was like, awesome. Thank you so much for listening to mommy. And, you know, I just gave her positive reinforcement. And then I was like, hey, now come on. Like, I didn't let it go on too long. I was like, all right, now follow me into the da da da. We got to go do this. And she's like, (laughs) but I am starting to see some more gentle behavior. She's a very gentle child. I mean, hello, she's lovely and whatever, but she hits me a lot. And so she's starting to shift that a little bit. So, yes, high five for mom. High five. No one can see that, but I just got a high five. Let's see that on the Zoom. <laughs> okay, so I think we should stop because holy wow, people are gonna just be like, I can't wait to ask Stephen my questions on Wednesday. So let me just remind you, December 14th, so two days from now. So this is the 12th, two days from now, 5 p.m. The Zoom link is on the website. You can submit questions ahead of time, like I mentioned, or you can just ask questions live. And I think I think bringing real specific examples, we don't need the whole history of your child and, and all of that. And we'll set those expectations on the meeting. But uh, I think just really having people get a chance to ask you personal questions is just a huge gift. And I know that isn't offered to everybody. So thank you for extending it to our audience and spending time with me to do this extra little episode, but then also just to give give everyone an opportunity to get in touch with your wisdom and and your perspective. So thank you for spending time with me and we will see you in a couple of days. Thank you, Jen. I really appreciate you opening this doorway so we can share this work with other people and, and also bringing your own daughter into our conversations, your personal life and helping everybody by sharing your, just the details, the nitty gritty of what you're doing. You know, it's really, really special. So thank you. Thank you. I talk about the magic and the mess, right? It it is messy. And I'm in a messy situation and you're really helping me get through some of the mess. And Alex too, you know, my husband, he's listening to your episodes. He's going to join us for the Zoom. I think it is important to do that family togetherness where we're all on the same page. It's just like training a dog. I mean, I thought so bad, but you've got to have consistency. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if I'm doing one thing and he's not, man, we have a mixed up child, I would imagine. Yeah. And that's, and that's key and pivotal to my work. You know, I strongly encourage, because I mean, I'll be honest, a lot of the moms reach out to me. They're the ones who make the contact. They're the ones who recognize the help is needed. But it, the first question I ask is, okay, can we get dad on the call too? 
Is that is that going to be possible? If not, let's move it to a different time when he's available. So we make sure to get both parents involved because behavior eats variety for lunch. It really does. Unexpected behavior loves a varied reaction to it. It's what keeps people gambling or maybe using drugs is because those behaviors produce novel outcomes. Every time you pull the one-armed bandit, something different comes out. It's not quarter in, quarter out. We'll put a lot of quarters in to see you know, a few quarters come out every once in a while, and that keeps our behavior going. So when I can align the responses of the mother and the father and, oh, God willing, the grandparents, you know, like whatever it may be in the situation, that is what's going to create true, consistent boundaries that encourage the behavioral change we're looking for. And so thank you for bringing that up. It's very important. And I encourage all of the dads to join us. Or or moms and moms and dads and dads or theys and theys, whomever wants to join us. (laughs) Interested parties. Absolutely. And thank you for reminding me. I'll totally extend the the invite to my to my mom and to my dad so that they can listen and we're all on the same page. Golly, thank you so much for reminding me to do that. <laughs> Sometimes my mind scares me. Okay, and I adore the analogy of gambling. <laughs> Such a <laughs> poignant point. So all right, we'll see you in a couple of days. Thank you so much, Stephen. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you found one or two meaningful nuggets of information to make your day better. If you think there's value in what we do, please take a moment to tell another friend, family member, or caregiver. We'd love to hear from you at forourspecialkids at gmail.com. You can send in a question, a comment, a topic that you'd like to learn more about, or if you'd like us to highlight a certain person, please send that information to us. It makes our show so much better and so much more valuable for you. Our Facebook and Instagram handle is for our special kids. And finally, remember to witness the wonder and the wisdom within yourself and others. Until next time.